We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. A pleasure to have you along. Let's talk some Bridgewater College football as the Eagles are in the regional rankings this week as the NCAA released those earlier today in Division Three. Got a win last week. They get set uh, for a big game coming up this Saturday. Let's talk to Scott Lem. His football team sits at 7-1 right now. Hi, Coach Lem. How are you, sir? Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And after your win last week, 7-1, and one, playing very well. The regional rankings came out. I know, the again, it, it's – there's still a lot of work to be done, and, and you'll you still again need some probably help to to make the postseason. But it's nice to be in the mix right now, isn't it? Sure, I think you know it's a, a credit to our players, you know, that um, they're getting recognition on, on this level because of, of uh, the results that we've had, you know. But um, you know, in, in sports, hey, the, sometimes those are the things you've had and, and not what's to come. And right. so you know, we've got a, an exciting week coming up this week in a a really competitive team coming into to town for our senior day and, and looking forward to that as well. Yeah, no doubt. Washington Lee comes in as WNL has played very well, and we'll talk about that matchup here coming up. Let, let's look back at last week. You went to Ferrum, and I don't know what you told your offense, but uh, you, you got going last week with 437 passing yards, 229 rushing yards. Um, you guys couldn't do much wrong offensively, could you? No, I mean, we, we really couldn't. I mean, I was really, really pleased with our team. You know, I know I, I got a chance to, um, you know, talk with uh, the, the DNR earlier this week, and it really said it was the kind of game we needed offensively, yeah. um, you know, just to, to have clicked on all cylinders to be as explosive as what we were. And um, we knew that potential was there the entire time. And, and you know, sometimes uh, you, you scratch it, you claw at it, and then Saturday, you know, offensively it was one of those scenarios to where, you know, we really succeeded in a high way. Both your quarterbacks were so efficient. Malcolm goes 11 of 17 for 225 and a score. Jalen was great off the bench, 13 of 16 for 184 and a couple of touchdowns. But I'm sure that was good to see those guys both be really efficient and kind of push each other like they have the entire season. Yeah, and that was something that they, we've talked about as uh, in our position room and you know coaching those guys directly. Um, you know, pretty specifically about we needed to play better at the quarterback position, and so. Um, you know, we'd have we'd been missing some people. Maybe some of our decision making wasn't quite right, and so um, you know that that was that was something that was really pleasing to see and, and to have those guys, you know, be able to to one put up those stats, but two, you know, see that their preparation was able to be followed through with the performance that each had. You know, we've talked a lot about Vionte Tucker and, and how good he is, but I mean, it was uh, Dylan had a big game w- with four catches and 83 yards. Montez goes for six for 77. Um, Ronald obviously ran the ball well, but had a big catch as well. But uh, you had a lot of big plays in the passing game. Was it good to see some other guys step up and, and, and help your quarterbacks that way? Yeah, and, and, and a couple of those guys have gotten open downfield. And we've had some some drops, and then um, you know, for Dylan McLaughlin, a fifth year senior of ours, who's a team captain, you know, to to have the the big game that he has. I mean, he's been a guy that throughout his time here um, has stepped up in, in the biggest games, and um, you know, just thinking back through his career, the the times that he's led us in receiving, um, he's just made some some really difficult catches and. Uh, you know, has really always <clears throat> always been that that steady player for us. You know, we're talking with Scott Lem, the head football coach at Bridgewater College. They get set for Washington Lee coming up this Saturday as they beat Farum last week to move to seven one in the regional rankings right now in Division Three. And Ronald Robinson had a big game for you. He's another senior that uh, obviously the pass game probably helped. Uh, I'm sure they both kind of helped each other out. You were able to run the football, throw the football, but um, he had a big game for you. Yeah, he sure did, and um, you know. Again, another senior, you know, another mm-hmm. guy that that came out had a had the big day. Um, you know, one of his runs he took 64, and so 
Um, you know, now it was a no doubter from the time that he got to the linebacker level. I mean, he he was gone, and so for him to be able to to make a play like that, and then had another had another forty plus yard run. So, um, you know, in in those two plays to to be able to put up those kind of numbers, I know uh, he's actually roommates with Malcolm Anderson. So I'm sure Malcolm's <laughs> still giving him a, a a little bit of jazz that that Malcolm has the longest run on the season with his seventy five yarder against him in Sydney. But um, you know, just uh, always, I mean, always so thrilled, especially when when guys um, that that have really put in the kind of commitment. Uh, here in our team, our program, and, and then on campus um, are, are able to have the success like Ronald had on Saturday. Well, and I was going to ask you about that because obviously you mentioned this weekend is senior day for you, and, and you guys you carry a big roster, and you've got guys that stay here for a long time, and, and they go through all the trials and tribulations. But I know each class is different, but they're all special. And I know it's rewarding for you to see guys like the, the two young men we just talked about and others step up after having to kind of grind through everything for four or five years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, it, so much has been written in, in you know, about the just this class in general. Um, you know, all, all over America, the, the, what they've had to deal with. You know, some of the, the things they've had to overcome between um, COVID shutdowns. You know, can we play? Are we not? You know, the spring season. Um, you know, and so for them to have stuck with it, you know, really shows uh, you know a great commitment to their teammates. Number one, you know, commitment to the program and the college too, and. Um, you know, just to to be able to see it through has has really been um, a, a great thing. This class player does mean a lot to you, just because of everything you guys had to go through these past two or three years. Yeah, it, it sure does. And and um, you know, and hey, for me, this is a class that you know, just like last year's class, in, in you know, one of my early years of leading our program. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to to be able to follow through, and you know, our, our results weren't where we wanted them last year, but. Uh, just the foundation that was laid from that group and, and being able to continue on a, a great tradition built by Coach Clark. Um, you know, and then this year to be able to, to get the results and, you know, win some, some tight games that, that came down to fourth quarter plays. And um, when you look at the, the people who were making those plays, you know, a lot of times it was it was our, our third and fourth year players. And, um, you know, I, I know those guys, especially Ronald, you know, Malcolm, the guys who were freshmen, Dylan was a sophomore, uh, when we won the championship in 2019, you know they they carry that forward with them, and mm-hmm. um, you know they're they're a link to that, uh, a direct link to that 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 group. And I'm sure those guys, having having been through that championship, that they want to get this program back to where it was. And I'm sure they took last year kind of hard. I know you did as well, and, and kind of came back with a vengeance a little bit. But that's part. Their leadership has been a big reason what, why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know it's really been no. No surprise that those guys have been able to to get us in the position that we're in right now, and um, you know have just you know continued to to love to see what what they do each week, and um, you know we'll we'll look forward to celebrating you know before the game obviously, and then um, you know our team will have to perform well on Saturday to, to make sure that um, we're able to to celebrate them after, and um, you know that this is this will be a really challenging game, yeah. and I think our guys know that and. Um, you know they're they're ready for the test. Again, the Duke, or the uh, car, the Eagles. <laughs> I was gonna say the Dukes. I'm thinking thinking JMU and Louisville, but the Eagles are seven and one right now. They sit at four and one in the ODAC as they've won their last two games. Four and zero at home. They'll try and wrap up the uh, regular season at home with an undefeated record. They'll finish off at Guilford coming up in a couple weeks. But you know, talk about this WNL team again. This is a team that that's 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 played well. That they they've this is a this will be a, you mentioned it. it's going to be a challenging game for you. Yeah, it's a team that uh, you know lost in overtime to Hamden Sydney in a really tight game. 
Um, played Randolph-Macon really tight. Lost a, a nine to three game to start the year off against Christopher Newport, and um, you know just a, a team that's um, you know last year's conference title uh, winner. You know, got got they got the automatic qualifier to the playoffs. Um, yeah, and then they all on top of that they run a, a unique style of offense. Um, they you know they're gonna kind of make you a challenge that they're an option style offense. So, you know, defensively, we really had to, to switch gears from what we saw a week ago. And then, you know, for us, what we saw the, the week before that, and I think that's one of those difficult things about playing defense, and especially in our league, it's like every week isn't just a new challenge because it's a new team. You know, every week is a new challenge because there's a, a, a big change in the style of offense that you're going to see. And so, um, for our guys to, to have prepped so far the way they have this week and, and our defensive staff to have, have gotten our guys ready. And, um, you know, just a, a real true credit to those guys. I was going to say, last week you saw the ball in the air a lot defensively. They threw for over 300 yards, and it's part of what, what they do. But this week um, they may not throw it 10 times in the football game. Is it a major challenge to, to go from, from such an extreme to, to, a, to, a, to something else? Oh, sure. And, it, you know, it's not just that it's, you know, going to – ground and pound you you know they're gonna they are gonna stretch the ball to the perimeter they are they're gonna stretch it in in different ways and um you know really try to to create you know mismatches all over they're gonna read you they're gonna you know block you i think you know one big difference and it seems like you know washington elite has made a, a good adjustment is, is some rule changes have happened in college football that that have adjusted cut blocking and, and i think you've seen the the option offenses you know, across all levels um, that have had to adjust the most because it was such a critical component to um, to their style of offense to be able to cut block downfield and on the perimeter and, um, you know, how they've adjusted and, and good teams adjust and adapt, you know, just like they have. And so while our, our second-level players aren't going to be getting cut blocked out, out wide, you know, they're, they're going to have to – they're going to be cracked, they're going to be red, they this team will pitch it a little later down the field than what you've seen, um, you know, historically from an option offense. And so, uh, you know, it'll be it'll, it'll be a great challenge for our defense. We're talking to Scott Lem, head football coach at Bridgewater College. They get set for Washington and Lee coming up on Saturday at home. And you know, talk about this offense a little bit more. Is it true triple option, or is it kind of like what the what the, uh, the what the like Navy does and things like that? Yeah, it's not quite the service academy style. They they run they're from the gun. Um, it's a lot of motion, a lot of jet. You know, it's a it's an option offense, but it, it's not built off of you know dive quarterback pitch all the mm-hmm. time it could be it could be jet it could be a cutback it could be a, a reverse um and so you know it's really it's really a unique style of offense um the the only people that I know that I could equate it to would be Davidson down at, that plays in the the Pioneer League mm-hmm. um and really it's cuz uh the head coach there Scott Abel is the one who brought the offense to Washington and Lee you know, over a decade ago you know with that is there a lot of deception in what they do there is, I mean, and and I think you know, there's a lot of timing to what they do. Um, it's a hard thing to imitate in practice, right? Uh, you know, obviously, you're because you're, you're trying to guess from what you see on film. Um, and then, you know, I think the the other thing is their offensive coordinator does a really good job in trying to ID how you're trying to stop them, and then you know has a counter already built in. We're talking to Scott Lem, head football coach at Bridgewater College. They get set for Washington Elite coming up this weekend. And, you know, talk a little bit about your guys defensively because, again, you want to be aggressive, but you've got to read your keys. You've got to stay at home. You've got to be pretty disciplined on that side of the football. You do. Uh, You know, our guys, again, um, Coach G, our defensive coordinator, uh, really 
started attacking these guys, you know, not long uh, into Sunday afternoon. You know, um, we wanted to obviously be able to make some corrections off of the Ferrum game uh, and some of the things we did pass game-wise, but um, a lot of those corrections weren't going to apply. So, you know, they'll apply down the road. We wanted to, <laughs> right. to, to make sure that the guys were aware of it, but at the same time um, know that, you know, this week, uh, the the challenge was going to be a, a lot different. You know, it wasn't going to be trying to read routes and, and those things. It was going to be reading motions. Um, you know, building in some you know just some, some wherewithal about what the formation was, motions, and and what you're about to see in front of you. And it's not just one guy, is it? They'll they'll give it to a lot of different guys. Yeah, I mean uh, that. I think that's the mo- the most difficult yeah. part. You know, and and it really starts with uh, you know a really dynamic quarterback too, and so. Um, you know, there, there's four people every play that, that I, you know, we've really got to account for to, to be able to touch the football. Um, and, uh, and then with a, you know, dynamic tight ends that, that can still beat you down the field uh, on some of those pass plays um, if, if you're not looking in the right place. I was going to say, is play action, is that a concern with whether they can take a shot over the top when they're just pounding, pounding, pounding? Yeah, huge, a huge concern. And, and, you know, not just if – if we're, you know, having our eyes in the right place and, and covering it, but you know that that time where you just get your eyes in the wrong place, you know, you're, they motion somebody and and um, you know nonverbal communication. That's something we like to talk a lot about on offense is challenging that. And um, you know, if you know, I don't know what my buddy's looking at, and and he's not looking <laughs> right. at the right thing, and the next thing you know, here goes somebody streaking down the sideline wide open. Um, have seen a lot of touchdowns that way when we've been studying this film. And then you look on the other side of the football, and their defense has been really good too. And I think that probably plays hand in hand that the games are probably a little bit shorter. They, they, they again, they try and keep the ball away from from the opposition. But I know teams this year are only averaging fourteen points per game, um, that, that only about three hundred yards per football game. What do you see defensively out of these guys? Well, I see, you know, I see an experienced group. Number one, um, you know, and so you know, while. Uh, while they haven't gotten the results that they did a year ago, I mean, I'm seeing, you know, they have multiple shutouts, um, you know, teams that have not gotten the ball in the end zone very frequently. Uh, really, outside of Hampton Sydney and, and uh, Randolph Macon, nobody's nobody scored, you know, too many too many touchdowns. Right. Only one other team scored multiple touchdowns against them. Um, and, and you're right, Dave. I think the the biggest thing is, you know, we've got to count on this being about an eight possession football. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, to our goal offensively is always to score. We say we want to score once a quarter and, and an extra score each half. So, you know, whether that's a field goal or, or a touchdown, um, you know, so if you're thinking about that, that's, that's scoring five possessions, you know, out of eight, that, that'd be a high, high, highly efficient game. Um, and, and for them, you know, you've got to defend third down the way that you defend first down. Uh, <laughs> they'll go for it pretty frequently on fourth down. Um, you know they're just that confident, and they should be in, the, in their style of offense. And so, um, you know, I think that that plays into what you have to think about doing offensively. And then, like I said, their experience—they've got defensive linemen that are seniors that are starting, getting backed up by senior defensive linemen. And so, um, <laughs> you know, there's just a, a strength and a size and a um, you know physical ability that comes along with with being a senior and, and staying until this point in their career. And, um, yeah, and they're also really sharp. I mean, you know, I know that's a it's a high academic school, and, and these men play, you know, with with high academic football acumen as well. We're talking with Scott Lamb, head football coach at Bridgewater College. They play W and L coming up this weekend. And what are your biggest keys offensively against their defense, coach? 
you know, defensively, uh, or sorry, against their defense, um, you know, <clears throat> really the, the same things that uh, we talked about with our with our defense. I mean, it, it, it's consistently staying on the field. Um, you know, there are just going to be some critical third downs that we're going to have to convert. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's, that's really number one. I think, you know, what we've done over the last six quarters, you know, continue to be an explosive team over the top. Um, or, you know, somebody that's got to find – uh, you know, find that seam and, and be able to crank it into that other gear and, and have a big play. I mean, uh, you know, big plays will always always pay off for you down the long run. Um, you know, and then most importantly, you know, that consistency can really help out our defense because if we're able to put together some drives now, you know, we've got to count on our defense being out on the field for four- and five-minute drives against their offense on the play clock. You know, so you're talking – 10, you know, maybe 10 or 12 minutes of real time having to compete to stop them. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, keeping our defense fresh will be something that's going to be really important. It was nice to have Val West back, wasn't it, last week? He led you in tackles, but I'm sure he'll be a big part of the defense for you guys this week. Yeah, just, to, you know, his his leadership yeah. and, and him being a captain and, and all those things. I mean, um, you know, we, we miss Val when he's out on the field. And, you know, but uh, I think I, I might have mentioned this a week ago, just a, a true credit to his leadership ability when, when he was out and he's yeah. on the sideline watching practice. I mean, he's he's locked in. He, he had a script. You know, he, uh, he he's, you know, excited for his teammates when they're making plays. And, um, you know, just uh, like a lot of our upperclassmen, Val's one of those guys that really stands for the right things and, um, you know, the, the kind of player that, you know, we want other people to be able to, to model after. Get out to Jopson this weekend. 2 o'clock is the kickoff. It's the Eagles and Washington and Lee again, 2 o'clock on Saturday. Get out, watch that. And, uh, again, nothing else going on around here. You can watch the Dukes in Louisville at 7.30 that night. Get out to Bridgewater College on Saturday. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Good luck this weekend. All right, thanks, Dave. You're right. Great atmosphere out here at Jopson. You know, look forward to, to hopefully getting a big group of the Valley out and, and go Eagles.